Hello and welcome to episode 6 of the Flames Fancast. Uh, in tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about a great deal of things, so I'm going to run you through it quickly. We're going to talk about the Jets and the home opener. We're going to talk about playing in Anaheim and finally beating the Ducks in 25 regular season games. Uh, we're currently recording while the Kings game is on. It's in the break between the second and the third right now, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to touch on Lazar, Mike Smith, and uh, watching the games while on away feeds on internet streams, which is always a fun time. So lots to talk about tonight. Hopefully we get through it all. Uh, I just want to remind everyone out there that, yes, we're probably, wherever you listen to your podcasts, you can find us now. You just need to search up Flames Fancast. We are on iTunes, we are on Google Play, we are on, on SoundCloud, of course. And on Twitter, you can follow us at FlamesFanCast. That's at FlamesFanCast. So you can send us your questions, thoughts, or comments. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we're really excited to get the fans involved in what we're doing, hear your opinions, and answer your questions. So please, please, please do that if you can. Okay, let's talk about the home opener. Now, I remember watching home opener Saturday night against the Jets and seeing the Flames come out onto the ice, I was certainly less than inspired. They came out flat. <laughs> they came out really flat. They came out exactly well, the same I, way that the Oilers they, they did against the Oilers. I'm not even talking about the game. I'm talking about introducing the players. Brower came out and didn't even bother to raise the stick. He just kind of skated. Troy Brower! And skated <laughs> out. Uh, and, and you got that feeling from everyone like this was a big humdrum. You know, you don't, you don't really need that from anyone. And I mean, you know, if, if you can take uh, a modicum of influence from video games. It would be that we should start any home intro like like Blades of Steel. You just go out and you're you're skating around your half of the ice like lunatics, just going like crazy. And I I think that's way better than calling out every single person's name and the fans are sitting there half-heartedly clapping a little bit. I mean, sure, but come on, let, let's cut to it. We're here to see the hockey game, right? We know who the players are. If not, we we know how to use the internet or talk to the person beside us. <sighs> First step, an EDM remix of the Blades of Steel theme. <laughs> yes, yes. Flames, listen to us. We're pleading with you again. You didn't listen to the Brower thing that we talked about last time. We pleaded with you that you don't, you shouldn't play this guy. I mean, the the fact that he came out that way, he came out flat. I did notice that actually. Um, I normally don't put much weight into these things. But because I'm looking for Brower and I'm looking for every single move and body language mm -hmm. he, you know, he shows exhibits, to the fans, yeah. he exhibits. It's very similar to how Johnny started last season. Johnny was all pissed off, panties in a twist because, it's, you know, he was pissed off at his agent for not pulling off a deal that he probably wanted or at least wanted to go back to New York or New Jersey or Wherever in the East Coast, oh, I right? Know. I think he just wanted more money. Maybe. He didn't he's not getting a deal that sees him slated to go to one of those places. Sure, but in in the end he was just he was just a sulking Kid. loser. Yeah. Like really. Um Brower's reminding me reminding me that a lot right now, especially with his play. His play's been shit. Uh, but yes, if we can get a little bit of a better intro to this to the game, that would have been nice because I was watching it at home. Um, the video was okay. I actually liked the video. Being someone who edits videos himself, I appreciated the video. But the music selection, the the way that was presented, like we had like these two electronic boards. It was just so half-assed. It's almost like management's like, you know what? We're not even getting a nice. We're not getting a stadium. Fuck it. Let's just do some 
half-assed, slaps them together, put some shitty music on, like get the guys. Well, and you, you know how Ken King said, we got to be careful about sharp things in the sandbox. Now it's like we're throwing our toys out of the stroller kind of thing. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Like, we're all adults here. We want to... Come on, guys. We want to win games. And, you know, uh, as we're sitting right now, uh, damn, I, I'm... The game against Edmonton, sure, we came out a bit flat. Goaltending was great. But, I mean, Winnipeg game, yes, we started a bit slow. But, again... We, we, we really turned it on. And then against oh, yeah. Anaheim, and we're, we're, we're currently playing well against L.A. We tied, when we tied it against Winnipeg, that changed the game. It, we had full momentum at that point. It's almost like every pass was just tape to tape. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew where everybody was going to be. It was, everyone's head was on a swivel. It was super fluid. It was the kind of hockey that you actually love to watch. And it was a hockey that I used to watch in the playoffs when the Flames weren't making the playoffs for so many years there going... Why the fuck can't the Flames play like this? And they finally did that. It's early, but it was really nice to see that. Yeah. And I, I'd just like to point out that on Monday, right right about after the Anaheim Ducks game, uh, I after the Edmonton game, I got a number of texts from Oilers fans who knew me. Oh, Connor McDavid this. He's so fast. Oh, look at the Oilers. Ooh, ooh, ah. After the Ducks game, it was convenient. Our record was 2-1, and one, and the Oilers were 1-2. and two. Mm-hmm. I sent out some messages saying, like, look at that. Math doesn't lie. How many replies <laughs> do you think I got? None. None. Oh, typical wow. class, classy wow. Oilers Who's at all surprised by that? I'm not no surprised. One. No you one. You, you, They're just waiting for their next handout. That, that's all it is. Connor McShithead, you know, he doesn't perform. And guess what? Long and behold, the Oilers suck my balls. <laughs> they do not have a hockey team without that guy. He is so instrumental to that team. To the f- point that they can't even win a fucking game without him. No, well, no, there's no way. Like, it, it, there was actually a chance, and I didn't really see much of it. I saw some highlights, but he did get hit pretty, he got rocked pretty hard. Um, people were worried that he was injured. He's not. Um, not that I would ever wish harm on someone. That's a little too far, but I'm almost there with him because it's the fucking Oilers, and I'm so tired of these fucking fans coming up to me and like bragging after the first fucking game. It's the first fucking game. Relax. You just fucking chill out, all right? And I feel like I got an Oilers fan right in front of me because I'm getting all fired up. But just just chill the fuck out. Well, now One they wouldn't know game. what to say now. Well, but you know what? It's the same with you and me right now, right? We can say the Flames are playing well, and they are. There's no, there's no lying on that. There's no superstar carrying the team right now either. Everyone's playing very well, but it's still early. Yeah, it is early. Every four games in. Yeah. It's still early. Still and early. I mean... You know, to touch on briefly, we talked about in previous uh, episodes, we, we kind of said, okay, our first four games, and I had said three points, you had said four points. But right now, we're sitting on four points, uh, and I mean, we're playing the Kings. It's, it's, the third period is just starting as we speak. We're watching the Kings come out onto the ice. So, I mean... Jeff Carter's got a hell of a tan, man. I'm really pleased with the way they've been playing. I, I can say, you know, the Edmonton game, and, and the, the biggest surprise... Has been, and we might jump around on the agenda a bit here, but Mike Smith, wow. Mm, absolutely. The guy, I think, has absolutely. been, uh, you know, we, we talked about at the beginning of the season that we're getting a character guy, and you can see on the ice it's a character guy. I really liked how he talked about before going to, into Anaheim, there was the mention of that, that, that dreaded streak that we had of losing there, and he said, well, you know what? We haven't lost since I've been here. Yep. So, yep. And, I, and I feel like, and you watch the players 
come out after the ice after they won that game. They were looking at Smith and like, yeah, yeah guys, we fucking did it. Like, here we go, here we go. And it was a great game to have. You know, I regretted looking at the schedule in on October first. I was like, I really don't want to play this game yeah. that early. But now, I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty. But I'm looking at that saying, wow, am I thankful for that? Because that was a, a real bonding, a gelling experience. Everyone was in that battle together. And the fact that they won that game, mm-hmm. I just think it boosts confidence hugely, hugely. Yeah. It was really, really impressive. But w- was there anything else about the Jets game you wanted to touch on? <laughs> no, I... Uh... It was really nice to see the guys gel. Um, I feel like a lot of that was really overdue. It was what was more important was to see our star players. Uh, LA just fucking scored. What a lucky bitch goal. Anyway, um, the I liked seeing our stars get involved. Johnny had a great game. Brody had a great game. Brody yeah. was fr- oh, he Immense. was wow, he was Immense. unbelievable, man. Uh, as long as we get. Core production working. Our second line, you know, Kachuk, Frolik. Um, <laughs> that was a nice tip. Yeah, that was Brown. nice. Sorry, it's we're one, getting, one we're of, getting distracted one of by the five game. goals yeah. he's going to score all year, by the mean. Dustin Brown, man. It's cheap fucking But player. you know what I did like was that the way we were juggling the lines. And it was yeah. complete juggling all over. Yeah, sorry. It was like Goudreau with these players and Monahan with these yeah. guys and... Before I got kind of distracted by the game here, I, I was about to say our second line, but then it got all mixed up as the game went on. I saw Goudreau was getting double shifted a little bit. Furlan was getting moved around to the third line, second line. Like, you know, he wasn't keeping Kachuk, Froelich, Backlund together exclusively. Mm-hmm. Yet that's the line that's been the most consistent that we've gotten. Anyway. I think it's one of the most consistent lines in the NHL. Uh, yeah, I I think so. I uh, definitely, from from our perspective, it was definitely our best line last season, and so far this season, it's, they're they haven't missed a step. Um, so we'll see. And in, even in this game, before the fucking Kings tied it up, um, you know the Flames were actually off to a flyer at the beginning. There, uh, they were they were dominating the first period, and they were still mixing up the lines. I still saw Goudreau on other lines out there. Um, so that was good to see. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think that kind of play that they had in the third period, uh, especially where they really, really turned it up, and, and into the in the second too, where they just absolutely killed it. Mm-hmm. That translated into the Ducks game, and we went into the Honda Center just. You know, it was like everyone was on the same mandate. We're not going to lose this game, and in fact, we're going to play. Uh, the best hockey we played all year, which mm-hmm. I think they did in that Ducks game. And you know what? It started from the crease out. And Mike Smith was phenomenal. 43 or 41 saves. That, 43 saves shutout. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at his stats. He's got like a 95 save percentage, 1.63 goals against. Yeah. That'll change now with the Kings game. But still, yeah. you know, I was I was kind of wondering. I was like, well, is, is Gullitson going to put in lack because... Maybe Smith needs a rest, and I'm like, you can't. You no. This year, I think you just got to say it's Mike Smith all the way. I want to see as little as Eddie Lack as possible. I'm hoping Goldson learned a lesson from last season, where oh, and seasons prior, and where seasons was that prior, goalie merry-go-round clusterfuck bullshit. That, that goalie merry-go-round thing was the worst thing that this club has done in a very long time. You cannot. When when was it that we had? At one point, it was like we have three goalies, and we don't know what to do with. 
yeah. one of them. Well, it was Ordeo, Ramo, yeah, Ordeo, Hillen, Ramo wasn't Hillen. it? Yeah, that's the one. And that's all I was going to source is that it started from that. Oh, and then even the Johnson and Elliott kind of play you're in, win you're in. It should just be every night, first name on the team sheet, Mike Smith. Yeah, we, we said that, we talked about that, I think, in the second podcast or the first one, that the goaltending, the handling of the goaltending in this club has been at best an F. Oh, the Kings just scored again. At best an F. Yeah, at best an F. <laughs> it's a failure. It's oh, been that's a failure. our prospect system, right? Yeah, but I mean, just the way they were choosing who was going to play the next game. And, you know, how it's affecting their confidence. It makes a big, big deal when your goalie knows that, okay, I let in three goals today, but I know that I'm, I'm going to keep getting confidence in me from the coach. I know I'm going to have a chance to rebound next game. I think that makes a huge difference for goalies. Mm-hmm. Rather than thinking in your head like, ah, shit, I'm not going to play next game now. And God knows when I'm going to play next because maybe the backup's going to win four games in a row. Right, exactly. And then now all of a sudden, if the backup loses that fifth game, and our quote-unquote starter starts again, he's cold. He's not ready yet. Doesn't have the confidence. No. Doesn't have the momentum. No, doesn't have the like, build-up. Well, why the fuck should I try? Like, if I let him two goals, I'm screwed anyway. Right. And if there was a point in which the Flames couldn't score a goal last season, and, you know, the goalies are probably sitting there going, okay, well, what the fuck do you want me to do? We can't even score more than a couple goals here, and I'm letting in just two. It's not that bad. Uh, but, yeah, that's... We'll see how this season pans out. So far, so good. Uh, they're handling they're handling this so far. Well, I mean, we had one game. home game, three away games. Yeah. And you're looking at three away games against the Oilers, Ducks, and Kings. Those are tough, yeah, yeah. tough games. And we played the Jets at home. We won that game. We won against Anaheim away. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm pleased. I'm, I'm happy. Me too. Me too. Um, the, the Kings game currently, we're losing 3-2. It's 17-36 into the third. So, uh, I mean, we hope things turn around. We were up 2 nothing. We were dominating the first. Yeah. And then the wheels kind of came off the bus a bit. There was that brown goal and things went a bit bad. But, hey, there's still, you know, a good 15 minutes of hockey left to go here. So we'll touch on that, I'm sure, intermittently throughout the recording of this episode. Yeah. Hoping things go the best. Uh, whoa. Oh, whoa. I'm, getting, I'm getting mesmerized <laughs> by Yager right now. He's just He's doing a stick handling masterclass around these guys. Forty-five years old, doesn't give a shit. He's still got Speaking it. of Yager, it's his debut. A bit of a rough debut. I mean, only three shifts. What three minutes or three in the, shifts? In the, in the first, first period, he had about three minutes worth of ice time. Now, in fairness, we were on the penalty kill for about I think six minutes of it. Uh, so he he has no place on the penalty kill, obviously. No. But I mean, too, you're looking at this guy, and the pressure is kind of piled on the the amount of media focus on him coming to calgary and then actually arriving in calgary and then yet to play in calgary every game was kind of like is yager gonna play is yager gonna play is yager gonna play and tonight was the night he's finally starting and it's just good to get that first one off your off your shoulders i think i think this is gonna this is gonna be good for him um just to like you said play with the team just get it over with because there was way too much hype for a 45-year-old. We, we, as media, not us as media, we're not media, but the media needs to calm the fuck down with this shit. I know they're grasping at stories, but you have, you have three players in AHL that have over like it's six same, goals this season. It's the same story every day. I know, but it's, it's, yeah, exactly. Like you have a guy like Ovechkin, like scoring, like he's got seven and, goals and you know or something. you know what I saw today? Like, that story again surfaced where... Whoever that Czech guy was, 
And then uh, that Czech, young Czech star player, his girlfriend slept with Yager. Yeah, exactly. She took a selfie. He's lying there, sleeping. Yeah. And, you know, she's like, ago. look, I... Yeah, and, but yeah. it's surfacing in today, right? Yeah, like, who gives the a shit, guys? We still, we still, and, I mean, who Man, cares if the you're guy, him? The guy doesn't give a fuck. No, he just, obviously not. He slept with an 18-year-old. Good for him, by the way. He doesn't give a shit. And she's like, I'm going to blackmail. He's like, okay, do it. You're 18. I don't give a shit. What are you going to blackmail me with? Yeah, exactly. You're no the wife, one cheating on no your kids. fucking boyfriend. <laughs> like, I'm not cheating on anybody. <laughs> like, chokes on you, Coleman. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it's stupid, man. Like, I'm glad you kind of brought that up because I did forget about that. It's uh, I, I forgot about it too until it, you know, resurfaced that I don't know why this is a thing. And I was on Twitter and some dude was saying, oh, we got so fleeced by Yager. I'm not going to name names. I'm not, I'm not here How to throw... How do we get fleeced by Yager? I know. I'm not going to throw fire at this Twitter user or whatever. But if it, what worries me is that there's more than just him thinking about that. But guys, he's fucking 45. He had 50-something points last season, or almost 50 points last season. Had oh, 58 God. the season before. The guy is still good, and we're not paying him much at all. At all. So, so relax. I just saw... Uh, I can't stand when people bring their kids to games and put fucking headphones on them. Oh, fuck. Like this, this, this six-month-old kid <laughs> puking up on a mom's shoulder and stuff. Yeah. With 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 buddy earmuffs on at the game, like come on, please. You know who's been great this Call game? Babysitters, man. There's a reason why the world has 15 year olds. Look one up. Talk to your neighbors. Get to know the people around you, so that you can enjoy a night out instead of, oh god, instead yeah. of like having your kid at the game yeah. with earmuffs. You know who's been so awesome this game? Troy Brower. He's been yeah. so good, I haven't seen him. But, but, and, and I mean, I know you wanted to talk about Brower, but yeah. so Yager had to get into the lineup at, ex, at the expense of Lazar, who bullshit. I thought... Bullshit. Had, so bullshit. And I think you thought too, had played <laughs> fairly well in the preceding three games. Total bullshit flames. Uh, like, especially Winnipeg and Anaheim. And I, I know yeah. he played well. He played with Johnny a bit. Yeah. And I mean, he'd been moved around. He'd been given a chance. Especially considering the career he's had, where he's come from. And the fact that we we gave this guy the vote of confidence, taking him from Ottawa, saying, you know what, we believe in you. Yeah. Giving him these three games and then saying, you're the guy, you're the odd man out. Yeah. Looking at the roster, I think, you know, my heart, my heart, my heart is telling me, why are we not just telling Stajan, hey man, you know, thanks, thanks for the memories. Yeah. Or, but, and, and I mean, and you want to talk about Brower, so. Oh, I'm obsessed with him now. <laughs> I'm obsessed with how much we can give a leash a guy, or sorry, give a guy this kind of a leash. Let me kind of mix the words up there. Um, is it because of his contract? Is what does it the contract have to do with it, though? Well, I'm trying to figure out a reason for this, because he sure shit isn't playing well. He's not fighting for the puck. He's not adding to the play. I swear, in that Winnipeg game, people were not passing him the puck on purpose. Like, he was open. And many times in the second period, I remember vividly, where guys were not passing him the puck. I have a feeling that the team is just not confident in the guy. He's not confident in himself. And now, you're, you're basically punishing a guy like Lazar, who showed a ton of grit. He showed, his, he has, he showed some quality. He showed some skill. 
He's trying to make the team. He's fighting for the puck. Why the fuck are you not rewarding this kid? Why? I wasn't a huge Lazar fan when we got him. I thought, oh, well, whatever. But we, I was. You were. I wasn't. But, I mean, we didn't really, we didn't exactly break the bank for this guy. His contract's not, not expensive. Well, He's according, not a, yeah, and you know, this, this might be a good segue into it, but what did we trade? A second round for Lazar and Yoki Paka? Yoki Paka's now yeah, yeah. in some foreign league. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, we didn't really give up much for him. I, but, my, yeah, my problem with this whole thing is that it's, it's almost like the goaltending situation all over again with a forward. Yeah. Lazar played well in his chance, and guess what? He got nothing for it. And well, he, he got cut over Tanner Glass, over Stajan. Yeah, over and Brower. I don't mind the Tanner Glass thing only because I'm a fan of having uh, a, a, an intimidating body on the in the lineup. Sure, but I'm, I mean, I'm okay, okay with that. But over Stajan and over Brower. Yeah, over Brower number one, over Stajan number two. No, Stajan is not. He's not so bad uh, because he does. I mean, Stajan's he, he, a hard, he doesn't. He Stajan, works, Stajan he is tries. a hardworking guy. He He's tries. just not, not, not. He's still not good enough. Not that. I'll, I'll take Jankowski over her, over. Jankowski, I don't know what happened with yeah. him. I, I'm. By the way, who's killing it in the A right now? He's killing it. Right yeah, now. but I mean, it's not. And it's, it's again, it's bullshit, guys. Just, just fucking. You need to run this like a hockey club. You, know, you need to run it like a business. I was play the players that are performing. That, I was watching a bit of the uh, New Jersey Toronto game earlier. Yeah. I could not recognize half of New Jersey's lineup. <laughs> these random Wood Gibbons, have you heard of these guys? No, no. These random guys are going out there and I'm like, wow, they actually look good. They look good. Yeah. I don't know what the score was in the uh in the game. Let's look it up. We should look that quickly. Up. But I mean it was I remember Toronto had scored, New Jersey had scored right away, pronto. Mm -hmm. But Wow, they just went, they committed to this youth movement. New Jersey won 6-3. They, away, it was at Toronto too. Toronto apparently is, according to the media, yeah, TSN. media, <laughs> Toronto is uh, a few best. key pieces away from winning a Stanley Cup. Right. The amount of credit that this club gets is And fucking TSN also said that this is the year Edmonton wins the, t the, oh, wins yeah. the cup. Okay. I just like stood up, punched my monitor, <laughs> slapped it down and said, no, don't ever, don't ever show me anything like that again. Well, you might as well just give him a cup because they're giving <laughs> everything else, guys. Just, just but, give him a cup. And who was that Honorary guy? Stanley Cup. You know, teams too are looking at doing these things. Brooks, Brooks Lake or Brooks Lake. Mm -hmm. I don't know Washington said. let him go because it wasn't it wasn't the honorary thing to do. It was just it was the business thing to do. Yeah. The Flames have to start doing that too because we have these players like Lazar, like Jankowski, and we have and we have guys like Hathaway. we have great guys like Stajan, and then we have um, guys like Brower. <sighs> and then they're they are holding roster spots from people that a we should be developing, giving a chance to, and 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 you know what? Are probably going to fight. Harder and longer, night in, night out. And when we look at this game right now, and for those who are listening, I'm sure you've watched this game um, as you're listening to this, but Lazar's presence is actually missing this third period. You know, when Brower's on, he's, he's just floating. He's just floating around. He's like, he couldn't be bothered. But if Lazar was on, I don't know if this would be a 3-2 game. Now, I'm not saying he's that pivotal. That's a hell of a save by Wow. Um... <laughs> 
he's keeping us in the game. This is what we were missing last year too. These key saves that like really fire up the team and say, like, "Okay, guys, we got to get one now. We got to get one." He, but the fact you know, that Smith, we got the fact that we just got picked apart that easily out of that was an offensive faceoff win. And then you know what happened from there? The Kings went on the attack and boom. Like that D was in disarray there. That's too. not good. That well, that's Brody total and Hamish. disarray. Anyhow, anyway. just pointing out to Mike Smith playing really well, that character guy that we've got. Um, and I know right now we're watching we're watching this game on our away feed. We both watched both of the uh, we both watched the Ducks game on an away feed, and it's just it's 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 very irritating. It's brutal. I mean, this is obviously a very uh, unbiased, nonpartisan podcast. Of course, you know, we're yeah. completely neutral. We're not biased in every aspect yeah. of hockey. <laughs> we're just looking at the NHL from a completely like like we're just casual observers. <laughs> yeah, and we're not we're not we're fans not of any all. team or anything <laughs> like that. But watching away feeds, it's just like, oh, these commentators, it's just, it's just gross. I'm just so glad we don't live in the U.S. It just makes my skin crawl. Oh. You know, my brother lives in the U.S. And he, wa- and he has NHL center ice. And, like, he's got no choice but to watch the away feeds for the most part. And he just gets so irritated, especially these Fox Sports guys. They're brutal. I, so we watched the Anaheim game on the Fox Sports feed because we have NHL center ice. And uh, we just decided to use the away feed. Um, they were so by. I, I don't mind someone being biased, like <clears throat> present company, but they were so bad that they were not even saying things that were, you know, like conventional hockey knowledge. And I remember, <laughs> like, I remember so them saying about the Hamannick deal. They 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 paid a steep price for that Travis Hamannick. Just is it going to be worth it? Yeah, I was shit. like, were you jealous? That you couldn't get it done? Yeah. I know Edmonton is. Yeah, well, Edmonton just gets... Because Edmonton was rumored on Hammond for the they'll... better part of a year, and then what did they do? They'll probably get him for free somehow next year or something. They will <laughs> be like, Calgary, you got to give... Edmonton oh, sucked on defense, so you got to give him this this guy. But... Uh, yeah, steep price. Like, what's our price? Oh, it was the first two seconds, and we got a fourth coming back. And I mean, for a player like that, who makes our defensive core... As it is, yeah, worth it. That's worth and the first you know, round. And you know, we're thinking to a first round pick in 2018, fine, because we're trying to build a playoff team. And we're trying to build a playoff team that goes deep. And if that playoff team goes deep, then here you go, uh, New York Islanders. Here is your 28th or 26th overall pick. Have fun with that. Yeah. Same with the second rounds. And we're knowing from history that we're the Calgary Flames. We're typically not that great at drafting, no. so it's smart of for living to trade away our draft picks. Yeah. It's almost like they said, "You did the scouting for us. Thank you. Here's here's an extra pick oh, for you." The best player on our team came from the fourth round. Exactly. Can't say the same for you, Edmonton. No. Now can you? No. Sorry, I had to put that in. Oh, man. But uh, I mean, there's ten minutes left in the game. I think I think we should watch it and not go crazy. But before we do that, we're, we kind of started a bit of a thing with the four-game trend. So our next four games are Ottawa at home, Vancouver away, Carolina at home, and then the Wild at home with a very, very large break between Vancouver and Carolina, which I'm not a fan of. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the quicker turnaround games, but what can I do? I'm not hired by NHL scheduling, nor will they ever <laughs> hire me because uh, especially now. Gary Bettman works there and he's a giant fucking cunt. But aside from that, 
There's Ottawa, Vancouver away, Carolina, and Minnesota. What are you thinking? I think we can get minimum five points out of that. So the Ottawa game. Ottawa, I think we can we can win. That's a regulation win? Yeah. Vancouver away? I have a feeling we're going to lose in the shootout for that one. Shootout loss. So that's three points. Yeah. Hurricanes at home? I think we can beat them. Regulation? Yeah. So that's five. And then Wild at home? Yeah, I don't know if we're going to... There's something about the Wild that I just don't have a good gut feel about. I don't know if we're going to be able to beat them for Is it the fact reason. that Devin Dubnik used to play yeah, for the Oilers like, and probably got crabs when he was in Edmonton? It feels like he does play incredibly well. Was that well. Dwayne Rollison? I can never be sure. Probably well, both of them. Just, it, it is both. But Rollison went to the Oilers after the Wild. And Dubnik went to the Wild bef- uh, after the Oilers. It's a bit of a... It's chronologically really cares, different. man? I don't give a shit. I was just trying to clarify for you how that worked out. But, <laughs> but I, uh, I, I feel like he's just gonna, he's gonna stand on his head against us. Okay, well I'm gonna go with seven. I'm gonna say Ottawa, Vancouver, and our, our wins. And I'm gonna say we're gonna overtime loss one of the Hurricanes or Wild. I don't know which. If I had to pick one, I'd say it's the Hurricanes. I just cause I think Scott Darling's gonna have a really good game that game. Not that I like it, but we're going to get seven points from these. It's I almost think. like we're undefeated for the next four in your mind, in a sense. Yeah. We're, we'll be getting That's what I think is going to happen. And I mean, I don't want to be wrong in this case. Before, I really wanted to be wrong when I said three points. Yeah. And it was wrong because we've got a minimum of four right now. we got ten minutes to get a goal. Mm-hmm. In this case, I don't want to be wrong at all. And I, and I think the I way the team right. is playing, those three home games plus Vancouver away, which Vancouver's garbage. And I mean, we're going in there on Saturday night, hockey night in Canada. You know, the team's going to be fired up to get a win over division rivals, especially since we lost to Edmonton in the LA game. They'll just huck a jacket on the ice like they did years ago, if you remember that. Like, Goudreau will, like, skate backwards on and fall or something like that, and they'll win the game. Uh, Too long, too long. Fucking assholes. But I think we'll leave it there for tonight. Um, The next episode you'll have from us is on Sunday. And we're hoping to bring in a guest speaker for that one so to get more of the fans' experience. So it should be great. Episode 7, make sure you tune in for that. Again, we're at Flames Fancast on Twitter. And you can pretty much search us up on any of your, uh, where you find your podcasts for the Flames Fancast. And we should be there now. Definitely on iTunes, definitely on Google Play. It would be fantastic if we could hear from you. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Okay, go Flames, go. Have a great night. Have a great rest of your week. Bye-bye. Barbara Streisand.